let the young people go to children's church now. And uh, yeah, it'll be down the hallway on your left out there by the drinking fountain. For those, and uh, you can pick them up out after church. Don't forget to get them. <laughs> yeah. We love them. Boy, these kids did a good job today, didn't they? These young people. Excuse me, Madison. And the old fella didn't do bad in between. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and you guys did a good job, too, with that choir and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you were booked in by two young ones. They're bookends holding up, you know, the young kind. So. All right, if you will, open your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 6. Jeremiah chapter 6. We're going to look at one, uh, one verse, I believe, six, uh, verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 6. If you're using a pew Bible, you'll find that on page 601. Page 601. And uh, once you find it, if you'll stand with me out of respect to the author of this book, uh, God, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, in Jeremiah chapter 6. <clears throat> I want to read uh, verse 15 and 16, if you'll allow me, please. Everybody got it? All right. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 15. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed. And God's talking to Jeremiah. Neither, and Jeremiah is talking to the people, what God had told him, neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Verse 16. Thus saith the Lord, stand you in the ways, and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Otherwise, they rebelled against what God told them to do. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I ask you to be with this morning service. Be with each person that's here today, each heart. Thank you, Lord, again that we are born in America and, and that we have the privilege to being Americans. And, Lord, we thank you that you, you let us be Americans. And, Lord... All our forefathers weren't born over here. They came from other countries, and they served, uh, Lord, in the military. They served our country. They served their communities. Help us to do the same thing. And they prayed, Lord, like they should have prayed. But here in Jeremiah's day, it's much like our day today. People didn't pray for their leaders. People didn't do what was right in your sight. They did what they wanted to do. They didn't even blush at some of the things that they were doing. Didn't embarrass them anymore. Lord, unfortunately, we can see things on television and in, uh, in the magazine racks, and it doesn't embarrass us. Forgive us, Lord, where we failed you for not praying for the leaders in our nation, locally and nationally. And forgive us, Lord, for not standing up with you and for you. In Jesus' name, let us put you first. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you this morning uh, about the old paths. Ask for the old paths. That's what I titled it, but we know America's not the way she used to be. America's not the way she used to be. We, that's why we need to ask for the old path. And thus saith the Lord, shall ye in the way, or stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Said the old ways a lot of times are the good ways. 
in that song Zachary sang, it says progress. We, we've changed things and call it progress, but I begin to wonder. I begin to doubt. So, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Did families really bow their heads and praise? Did lovers stick together, come what may? You see, we need to do those things. And did daddies never go away? And too often they just up and leave and depart uh, now. And so, stay, ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. He said, not only ask for them. He said, not only stand by the roadside and look for them. Not only be watching for them. And, and instead of complaining about the good old days, walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But, 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 they said, we will not walk therein. We want progress. We want things better, so we're going to keep them better. You see, America is not like it once was. Agreed? America has changed, and not for the better, unfortunately. America has gone astray from her God and quit following God. Paul Harvey put this prayer out on August the 27th on the airways on his radio show. Uh, Billy Graham recited it as a prayer for the nation, but it was first written in the 60s, 1960s, and it was delivered by a chaplain uh, to the Wichita State Senate uh, Conference, a chaplain from Wichita, uh, Joe Wright was his name, Reverend Joe Wright. And here's what Paul Harvey put out, or here's the prayer for the nation Billy Graham quoted. Uh, it says, Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, Woe to those who call evil good. But that is exactly what we have done. Amen? We have lost our spiritual equilibrium and reversed our values. We have uh, ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. pluralism. Uh, we, uh, we have worshiped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We have endorsed perversion and called it alternative lifestyle. We have exploded the, explo the poor and uh, called it the lottery. Uh-oh, now he quit preaching and started meddling. I'm, not, I'm just quoting a prayer. Uh, we've rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We've killed our unborn and called it choice. We've shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We've neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We've abused power and called it politics. We've converted our, coveted our nation, uh, neighbor's possessions and called it ambition, it freedom of expression. Uh, crazy, but that's what's happening. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. But you're getting where you can't do a prayer like this or recite the Pledge of Allegiance like Red Skelton did on television or Paul Harvey read on the radio. We have ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Amen. Can you imagine that being quoted today on the radio or television? Not very likely, is it? You see, America has lost her moral compass. America has lost her mystic view of God. And America's lost her mastery of self. 
You see, America has lost the understanding of her magnificent mission, why God created America, why God let us be a free nation, to spread the word of God around the world. In a day much like our day, as I said earlier, Jeremiah states that the solution to the problems that were plaguing his nation, our nation, is as simple as looking back to our heritage and once again embracing those principles we were living by when we were being blessed by God. Remember those days we had God's favor, we had the blessings of God on our nation, and now we're just another country. We not I, I've taught Zachary from childhood up, but I'm becoming very concerned and afraid. I said, son, I said, Zach, when you see this flag, as long as you see this flag we're waving, you can grow up to be anything you want to be. You have the freedom to do what you want to do. Respect that flag for what it stands for. It stands for the freedom for our children, our grandchildren to grow up and be what they should be. You see, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. The old paths. In the old paths, I like the old paths when moms were at home, when dads were at work. We got a lot of single parent homes today, unfortunately. When brothers went into the army, when sisters got married before having children. You remember those days? When crime did not pay, when hard work did pay. And people knew the difference between crime and hard work. The old paths. Moms would cook. Well, today we use the microwave. I guess that counts. Dads would work. and Send them out, not be a stay-at-home dad. Children would behave. Well, that's tough. We may have to go back further than we remember, huh? Husbands were loving, wives were supportive, and children were polite. Those were the old paths. The old paths. Women wore the jewelry. Well, it didn't take long for that to sink in, did it? I saw a guy, a guy the other day. I mean, the one little earring, one little thing. I say, but this guy looked like he fell in a tackle box. Uh, you know, he had stuff every place. And men wore the pants. Okay, wives, let your men say amen. That means the leadership, not ladies' pants. I don't wear pants she wears. Nah, would I? But it means men were in leadership. They were took charge of their homes and the place they should be. And women looked and acted like ladies. And I thank God this church has got men and women that fall in that. I give you a hand. Give our church a hand. Amen. And you see these young ladies come up here it's dressed that their dad and their mom make sure they're dressed appropriately. They do it. They're teenagers. They got problems with them. You know, anybody that's married got problems, right? Anybody that's got kids that you let live has got problems. Well, you wait till the grandkids come, Bill, Martha. It'll be worth it. <laughs> Men looked and acted like gentlemen. Boy, 
And I thank that young man, it's my daughter's fiance, Mike. Thanks for helping teach Zachary to be a gentleman. Hold the, <coughs> excuse me. Hold the door for his mother. Open the door for his grandmother. And his mom's been teaching him and taught him to say yes, ma'am, and no, sir, and those type of things. That's important. By the way, they're going to get married in August, and they're bringing two homes together. So just keep them in prayer. But men looked and acted like gentlemen, and children spoke with respect. Yeah, if they spoke at all, some of our days. <laughs> you know. People loved the truth and hated a lie. Whoa. Those were days I remember a handshake meant everything. They came to church to get in, not to get out. And that that's a that's a blessing. What time are you over? Whenever the Holy Spirit lets us go, I don't know, usually. I try to keep you long enough that the Methodists and the Catholics already ate at the food bar, and then you can go and get what you I don't know. Our visitors are leaving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the old pass. Cursing was wicked, drinking was evil, and divorce wasn't the first option. There was still divorce. I come from a dysfunctional family divorce, but it wasn't the first option. They tried to work things out. Hymns sounded godly. Sermons sounded helpful and convicting. And the sad part, hymns sounding godly, there's a big movement out. It hasn't achieved what they're doing yet, but they wanted to take the blood out of the hymns. You do away with the blood, and you've lost the sacrifice of our sins and forgiveness. Sermons sounded helpful and convicting. And rejoicing sounded normal. You know, we rejoice. We celebrate in here on Sunday morning. That's what we do. We celebrate God's grace, God's mercy, God's forgiveness. We celebrate the fact that we're, we, we're living in a free country, and it's still free. You see, and crying sounded sincere. Those are the important things. Cursing was wicked, drinking was evil, and divorce was not the first option. The flag was honored. America was beautiful and God was welcome. We read the Bible in public. We prayed in school and preached from house to house. To be called an American was worth dying for. To be called a Christian was worth living for. And to be called a traitor was a shame. I spent 20 years serving our country in the United States Army. I was not a chaplain. I sent people to the chaplain. I didn't get saved until I had at least 10 years in. But I think well, now I've been serving God for 28, 29 years. And, and uh, I'm excited about doing that as I was when I first started. And I still think we've got the best country, like John said, Don said. We're not perfect by no means. But second place is so far behind us, you know, that it, it doesn't even match. You be in some different countries, and some of you men and women have serving our country. We've been in nine, or I've been in nine different countries foreign countries, and I'm telling you, it's nowhere comparison to us. We are still a great country. But to be called American was worth dying for. To be called a Christian was worth living for. And to be called a traitor was a shame. That's something to be ashamed for. The old past. Sex was not shown on TV. Now it's on primetime television. Remember, I know some of you remember this, and some of you are too young to remember but uh, Gene Autry, 
only kissed his horse in his movies. <laughs> Champion was his horse's name. He didn't kiss women. Do you remember that? No, not till you reminded me or I forgot. You see, homosexuality, uh, homosexual was an unheard of word. We didn't, we didn't understand what that was. And we named our children by the name gay, and now we don't do that anymore. We've allowed that to be deprived from us. And abortion was an illegal word. Uh, preachers preached because they had a message. Christians rejoiced because they had the victory of sin in their life and Christ dying for them. Preachers preached from the Bible and not from some paper. So, uh, singers sang from the heart, and, uh, and that's what happens in our church, and I appreciate that. Uh, they sing from the heart, and that's what we want to, to celebrate. And sinners turned to the Lord to be saved. The old paths, a new birth meant a new life. A salvation meant a changed life. Following Christ led to eternal life. Being a preacher meant you proclaimed the word of God. You catching my drift? Show me the old ways. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old ways, the good ways, the old path. You see, being a deacon meant you would serve the Lord. Being a Christian meant you would live for Jesus. And being a sinner meant someone was praying for you to get you saved. You see, the old paths, the old path, laws were based on the Bible, the Word of God. You look at them, they, they are, they should. That's what the Constitution was founded on. That's what our forefathers used. The homes read the Bible. And churches taught the Bible. Witnesses swore on the Bible. Do you know today that if you're called as a witness in a court, you do not have to swear on the Bible? You don't have to put your right hand on the Word of God and raise your left hand or put your left hand and raise your right hand. You don't do that anymore. You just have to stand there and swear, I'll tell the truth, nothing but the truth. That's sad. Who, who's holding you accountable? Who are you responsible for? Preachers were more interested in new converts than they were in vacations or and they were in some other things. The new, uh, then new clothes and new cars. And now, that, you know, you, there's some out there that, you know, got watches that's worth more in my house. God was worshipped. Christ was exalted. And the Holy Spirit was lifted up. The old paths. You remember them? Jesus, or God, told Jeremiah to say, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old path, where is a good way, and walk therein, and ye shall see, uh, and, and ye shall find rest for your souls. You see, church was where you found Christians. On the Lord's day, rather than in the garden, or on the golf course, or in the lake. And I thank you uh, for our people, our visitors being here today. Because I know you're down here, come to the lake. That's what you're to do. And even us that live at the lake, that's uh, they come to enjoy the lake. We want you to enjoy it. But thank you for being in church. Give them a hand. Give everybody. We appreciate that. <laughs> Our being in, uh, entertained somewhere else. You see, I still like the old paths the best, guys. I know they're hard. They're difficult to live. But I still like the old paths the best. You see, Proverbs 14, 12 said, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Do what you think is right, but it's going to cost you in the long run. It's going to cost you family. As for the old path, Jeremiah 16 and verse 17. 
Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. What are we saying? What are we saying by our lifestyle, by our votes, by our by the way we fail to talk to people about God or to invite folks to our church and to hear the word and the truth or to celebrate America. Verse 17, And I set a watchman over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. Folks, that trumpet's going to sound pretty soon. When that trumpet sounds, only those that are saved are going at that time. And the rest are going to remain. Folks, we need to be listening for the trumpet, but we need to be telling people about Jesus Christ. Also, I set a watchman over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet, but they said, We will not hearken. We're not going to listen. We're not going to walk in that way. We're not going to listen. And it's sad, but there are many, many people that want to do it their own way. And the Proverbs said, and Solomon wrote the Proverbs to his son, Rehoboam. This is how to conduct your life. And he said, hey, people, men find righteousness in their own way. And when they do, that way is death. We need to decide, are we going to stand for what God's word said, which is the old path. The old path is right here in this book. Are we going to do that? What can we do to get America back to the way it used to be? It's not over. We're still here. We can do some things. Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. You see, then we need it. America's faith is in our hands as the people of God. It's up to us. What can we do to get America back to the way it used to be? There's several things. First of all, live for Jesus every day in every way. Number two, honor the Lord in your home, at work, and at school. That's important that we need to honor him. Number three, yield yourself to God's will for your life. And number four, vote your circumstances, and hold lawmakers to a biblical standard. Vote your conscience. Vote what God says. Vote what God's word has to say. And number five, do all you can to win the loss. That's the important thing. We need to be winning people to Jesus Christ. We need to be getting them in to the church house, and we need to tell them. But first of all, we need to get them into the kingdom of God. We need to get them saved. Number six, do all you can to help raise up a godly group of young people. Encourage them to do the right thing. Encourage them to sing in church. Like Bill and Martha and, and, and those girls sing a cappella and they do good. And Zachary, you guys, have, our church has encouraged Zachary since he was a baby. You prayed before when she was still caring that we would have a, a, a strong, healthy uh, child. And God give us a, a boy. And I don't know what he's going to do. I want him to do what God's called him to do. Uh, use the talent, the ability. Uh, he can sing. They can sing. I can't, but I can encourage them. I can help them. Don asked me if I was going to sing with him. You got stupid writ on your face. <laughs> I don't know if you all heard, but there was a whole bunch of no's behind me very quick when Don asked me. You know, 
I'm one of these guys, that I can carry a tune in a bucket, but my bucket's got a hole in it, and it don't last that long. <laughs> Listen, no PM service tonight. Let's stand. We'll be dismissed in prayer. But the old past. Stand by the road. Ask for the old past. As Frank sings in his song, we want America back. If the Bible says it's right, it's right, folks. You're not going to be accepted. You're not even going to be liked. But if the Bible says it's right, it's right. If the Bible says it's wrong, it's wrong. And we need to love the sinner and hate the sin. You're going to find people that disagree with you politically. You're going to find people that disagree with, with your relationship with Jesus Christ. But you need to love them. And you need to tell them with all compassion and courage that God loves them just the way they are. But he loves them too much to live them that way. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to proclaim your truth. Most of all, I thank you for the music that you brought our way today and the visitors. Now, Lord, this message just was a reminder that we need to stand strong. We need to stand in the roadways. We need to be in the church house. We need to be asking God for the old paths, the old ways. And then when we know them, and when we learn them, then we need to walk in them. And then while walking in them, then we'll find rest for our soul. There won't be all this turmoil in our lives because we'll be doing what you say. Now, Lord, with every head bowed and every eyes closed, no one's looking around. I want to ask you a question. Listen to me very carefully, please. If you were to die today, meaning if you left right out of here and walked outside, got in your automobile and got hit by another car and you got killed and you died, are you 100% sure you would go to heaven or would there be some doubt? Now listen, if you're 100% sure you'd go to heaven, then raise your hand, please. Amen. Amen. Looks like everybody wrote, raise your hand. If you're not 100% sure, raise your hand. I won't call to you, won't point you out. I just want to make sure I pray for you and give you an opportunity. Okay. If you're not, come and see somebody. Talk to one of the men or women in our church. Now, listen very carefully to this question. I think throughout the auditorium, every hand went up, and I'm happy and excited about that. Now, let me ask you, when's the last time you told somebody else how they could get into the kingdom of God, how they could be 100% sure they'd go to heaven? When's the last time you shared your faith? Last week? Last month? Last year? Ten years ago? When's the last time you took a tract and gave it to somebody? Some of us saying, well, I don't know anybody but Christians. And God says, go ye into all the world. Every checkout counter worker in Walmart or the gas station or the supermarket is not a Christian. You need, we need to be busy telling people about Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to answer to God for, for having the availability, for having the opportunity to tell people about Jesus Christ. Let's use our ability to do so. Gracious Heavenly Father, you saw the hands that went up, and Lord, I don't know each heart you do. If there's someone who's still not sure, then Lord, let them have that assurance today. Uh, Lord, let them talk to some man or woman who will show you from the old past what Jesus said. You're still... Available today in 2014 and 
as it was when you came over 2,000 years ago. Now, I don't know what each person's need is today, but, Lord, I ask you to meet that need. I know what our nation needs. It needs a revival, and we're praying for that right here. So, Lord, we ask that there be a revival. Begin right here in Galmi Church. Start it with me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, folks, we have an invitation that you can come and pray for somebody. If, if you haven't witnessed in a while, come and ask God to forgive you. And come and ask God to tell you, maybe there's somebody God laid on your heart that you need to know, that you need to pray for, that you stop praying for. If you want to pray for a revival, if you want somebody to pray with you, come. We're not asking you to join the church. Just come. Pray for the leaders in our nation. Pray for our president and vice president, our Senate and our House. Pray for our local leaders as well, our state representatives. Pray for those, those senators. Pray for our governor. Pray for our uh, sheriff's department. Lord, whatever God's laid on your heart, maybe there's a neighbor that does not know Jesus Christ. Pray for him. Maybe, maybe there's a family member, a spouse, or a child or grandchild that doesn't know Jesus Christ. Pray for him. You need to lift them up in prayer, and then we need to get busy telling them how they can come to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. country where men and women through the years have given their life that we have the privilege to come and to pray. But there's coming a day when that trumpet sounds that all hell is going to break loose down here. God, Jesus will call his servants home. He's coming in a two-part hold. He's coming the first time in the cloud and he's going to bring those that's already gone with him and then he's going to call the rest of us home. And then when he comes a second time, the Bible, the old path, says that he's going to touch on the Mount of Olives. It was exactly where he took off from when he went up into heaven. Folks, the old paths that we talked about, or excuse me, I listed this morning, and there's many, many more that I probably forgot, are found right here. This is the old path. We need to use it. We need to follow it. Again, thank you for coming. Thank you for helping us celebrate Jesus Christ. And thank you for being here. What? Okay. Uh, church, Helen's having a birthday party in Springfield. It's her 75th, right, Ernie? Where's Ernie? Yeah, is that right, Glenda? 75th birthday in Springfield, so ask her for directions if you're going to attend. But they're going to have a lot of food. Uh, I don't think they're going to have an overhead. I think it's free eating. So whatever. But if not, just give her a hug and tell her happy birthday. Give it to uh, Mike. I'm going to ask uh, Bill if he'll close us in prayer. And uh, Bill's been coming here.
visiting his mom and, and dad and, and uh, many years, and we're developing a friendship. And Bill, thank you f for being the parent that you are. You stood by the old paths, and God's blessing you. Let us pray. Our most gracious and wonderful Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we've had together to, to praise you, to, to worship you, and to thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that you'll be with us throughout this day. We pray that you will guide, guard, direct us in everything that we do. Be with us and thank you again for your Son, Jesus, and it is his, in his name we pray. Amen.